Hey y'all, I hope everyone is doing well. My name is Dr. Nina, your host for the Now That's Life podcast. I'm a licensed psychologist and tenured professor creating content to help you along your personal and professional journey. I share stories from my own life and things I've learned to help you live a happier, healthier life. Today, we're going to revisit some of the classics from my YouTube channel. These are some ideas and life experiences I think everyone should hear, not just my YouTube audience. And remember, if you enjoy this content or found it useful, please consider leaving a review. Positive reviews are your way of telling the algorithm that this content is worth listening to. Now, with that said, let's dive in. No one has to be just one thing. It was fine for me to be silly, but also smart. Goofy, but also sexy. Educated, but also feminine. Hood, but also bougie. Let's see here, my 20s, <laughs> okay? Well, a lot of them were as bright as the sun, but sometimes they were a dump truck of struggles. I accomplished so much, but I also lost some things. In my 20s, I happened to graduate three times. I moved three times to different states. I bought a home. I gained a sense of myself. I had and lost two serious romantic relationships. I lost over 100 pounds. Well, over 300 if you count the two relationships. <laughs> I started my YouTube channel and I started my own business. I started an epic award-winning career. I found out I had hydrodonitis superativa at the age of 21. I lost some friendships but I gained so much love and real people in my life. And the list goes on and on. My 20s were epic and I feel so blessed. But with that journey though, I bumped my head so many times. They say a hard head make a soft But I'm happy to have had many of you all along with some of those journeys of the triumphs and the low points. So today is all about my biggest mistakes in my 20s and how you can learn to avoid them and come out triumphant. So oftentimes in my 20s, I tried to please everyone and most times the person forgotten was myself. What I mean by this, I had to learn hard that a lot of times in your life, no matter what you do, no matter who you please, some people just won't like you. And I know that it's easy in your 20s to say, well, I don't care who like me and I don't care who do, I'm gonna have to tell you something, honey. You are gonna have to have some paths of strengths and weaknesses, some people that actually do like being around you, while some might not. And realizing that that can possibly possibly change the course of your life. So what I mean is I wasn't trying to really think about what was the course of my life in terms of my personality and who I was and what I was and what would I stand for and what I wouldn't stand for, right? So sometimes I was trying to be a chameleon and fit in where I could and sometimes it just didn't work. And that's why a lot of those friendships and relationships didn't work because I was trying to please people that would never be pleased with me. They were never meant to be in my presence and I was never meant to be in theirs. So with that said, it was no sweat off my back when I finally learned in my 20s, in my late 20s, that it's okay. Some people just won't like you. You know that about the internet. If you're on the internet, some people just won't like you. Some people dislike this video just because I posted it. Thank you, okay? But at the same time, I realized that that's the reality of the world. All of us are not meant to jail with each other and you can work and bend over backwards trying to make people happy with you, but that won't necessarily work. And for you, it's important for you to build a strong relationship with yourself. Get with a network that can actually see you for who you are, but also, 
get with you when you need to be got with. If it's something wrong, you do need to work on it. There are personality flaws. There are characteristics that can be beefed up and fixed. But at the same time, you shouldn't be changing your whole life and personal being in order to fit in or to get people to like you because those very same people will dislike whatever changes you make. Y'all at points in my 20s, I allowed other people to define me and have their own thoughts of who I was. And sometimes I would fall into that mold. People always had something to say about my direction in life, whether it was my career choice, my friendships, my relationships, what I wore, how I looked, where I went, what job I took on, what position I was in, all of those various different things. And I noticed that that was so exhausting, trying to add up and focus onto all of those definitions of who I was, instead of taking the proper time to define me and figure out where I fell. You know, it's one thing to, you know, hear people and, and want to take on some of the characteristics they're talking about or allow them to define something about you. But it's another thing to give so fully into it that you lose sight of who you are. And at one point in my 20s, I, I did. I lost sight of who I was. What was important to me was no longer important. And by the time I reached that point, I didn't even know what I wanted anymore. I had to really do an overhaul of fixing that, figuring out what I wanted going back to the drawing board and looking at what are the things I enjoy? What are the things I love? What are the things I say I'm involved in the most that really do fulfill me? And once I did that, I had a path. I had a sense of direction. I felt like I knew what I was doing and I felt more in control of my life. And I can tell you that was such a freeing place because also I was allowing people to define me that had no real investment in me. It's the same thing that we see on the internet, right? You know, people tell us what we deserve, what we can get, how we can get it. And yet they know no personal characteristics about you. They defined you before they even know you because of stereotypes, because of their thoughts of people, because of their worth and value, which is very much null and void most times. And so because we fall into listening to those voices, we sometimes don't give ourselves a chance to truly define ourselves, really have and hone into what we're capable of instead of listening to what other people think about us. So, you know, while it's important to acknowledge that what people think about you will happen and people will try to define you doesn't mean that you have to always fall in that box. Think about it carefully. You might share some of the things they define, but it doesn't mean you have to be those things. So just think carefully about what you're allowing people to bring into your life as far as a definition of you and then define yourself. Stay steadfast with that definition and be more headstrong and not just being, you know, not being willing to step back from that so quickly. I'm not saying don't take advice where it's needed or where people have invested in you. I'm saying be very careful about what you listen to, what you take in and what you allow to define you. At one time in my twenties, I started neglecting my mental and my spiritual as well as my physical well-being. I was doing a work on myself and it was negative. A deeper view in my physical and spiritual health really involved my mental wellness as well. I used to shy away from the fact that I was going to counseling and therapy in my 20s because I thought it was taboo. Even with the work that I do and was learning to do, I still felt that people looked down on that. And then I learned a part of being empowered was to really take care of myself. 
What I also learned was a lot of the people that needed a lot of that mental, physical, and emotional and spiritual wellness were the biggest ones screaming that other people should be ashamed that they were receiving that or taking people up on that help. You know, I realized that a lot of times a hit dog will holler. So when people are upset with you about changing your life, about becoming better, about really focusing on your mental wellness and health, a lot of times they sought to benefit from you being lost. Because of that, they don't want to lose that position. So you have to be very careful about who you let speak into your life about those things and stop being really, really ashamed if you have to receive help in those places. Y'all in my twenties, I thought that education and also your talent was all you needed in order to encounter success, but I was absolutely wrong. I've learned that there's very little shortcuts when it comes to career success, relationship success, friendship success, any of it takes work and it takes digging deep. You can't get around it to go through it, right? You got to really take your time. And a lot of times we like to get out of the hustle and I do understand working smart and not hard, but sometimes they ain't gonna be, you just got to work hard. And I think that we have gotten away from that because of all the technology, because of what people tell us, because of all the gimmicks that are sold to us. But I tell you, there is no magic pill to make you successful. You have to take everything that you have and you have to be willing to hustle with it. You have to be willing to be smart because even if you find a quick hustle, honey, you're going to take a few nights and days of really honing in on what's going to make you your best, how to get the things done the best, how to hustle hard how to be the best that you can be, how to stand out from the rest. And so in order to avoid this, you got to stay out there in the internet streets sometimes. And I, I love the internet sometimes, but I have to even detach myself because it's a virtual reality. Literally people show you what they want you to see. And even if they're achieving and having success, sometimes they're not showing you all the ugly parts of success. They're not showing you uh, the loss of friendships. They're not showing you the encounters of jealousy. They're not showing you the loss of time sometimes, or the feeling of failure or the 50 failures in order to get one win. I just want us to be more realistic about what we're jumping into and there's no quick formulas that get you to success. Y'all also spent a lot of time trying to gel with soulmates thinking that some of these people were the people I would be with forever. Now, there's nothing wrong absolutely nothing wrong with getting married young or being with someone young. If that happens for you, what a blessing and what a time for you. But a lot of us are not mature enough to handle that, right? And a lot of a lot of times we have not come into our own male or female. And while I do believe that biologically women do mature a bit differently and a bit faster in many areas than men, I do feel like there are still some things that as a woman you want to explore, do, and be for yourself. And so Sometimes spending all that time investing in different people and saying, oh, I want to be with this person or I want to limit myself and be with that person. When you haven't thought about your long run or your long term goals, sometimes they can hold you back. It's fine to have Mr. Right Now, okay? But sometimes Mr. Right Now ain't Mr. 10 years down the road. Just be careful. I do believe that you should have fun in your 20s. Explore, figure out things that you like and don't like, people you like and don't like. And they don't always have to be sexual. I'm trying to be honest with y'all. I grew up church guy and cried to say, I ain't gonna say you need to be doing all of that. But I will say it is a time for you to learn more, become more aware of what's around you. Um, and, and also become more aware before you enter into marriage with someone 
time because that's a big step. And even now, me being the age that I am entering into marriage, I'm realizing that it is a time of growth. Like I'm expected to really grow up. And in my 20s, I don't believe I was ready for that. So instead of spending all that time trying to gel with soulmates and make things work out that aren't inevitably going to fall apart sometimes, we need to spend more time with ourselves and making sure that we're on the right path. And a lot of times that will lead you to the path of the people that are similar to you that have similar beliefs and value systems that should be in your life. Y'all, I also made the mistake of believing that most friendships lasted forever, especially if the person had been in your life for a long time. Let me tell you something. Time does not equal loyalty. Time does not equal the value of a friendship. It's quality time, experiences, being able to be there for each other, a bit of sacrifice. That's what builds a network in a friendship, not just time. Not just because you've been around since we were blowing our nose on people or whatever it was. You have to really have a foundation with people. And time changes things. And every relationship is not meant to be held on to. For instance, in college, your friends hold a purpose. Some of them are in some of the same organizations you're in. Some of them are in some of your same courses. But sometimes after that, it's no real relationship. It's no real uh, sense of connection. And it's okay to let those things go. Sometimes people serve a purpose for a reason and for a season. And that's all right. And sometimes we've been taught that we should hold on to everything. And I think especially as women of color and black women, we're often told that we have to hold on to whatever we get. So we end up holding on to these trash relationships that really gain us nothing. Look, I learned in my 20s, look, if you ain't benefiting me nothing, when I'm benefiting you everything, you got to go, okay? It's just not an even exchange. And some people will say, well, that's not what friendship is about, honey. Yes, it is. Everybody that's in a valuable relationship and friendship, they are providing each other with something, with some incentive of being with each other and anybody who tells you anything different is not in a real friendship okay I just want you to know that so that's something that I had to learn and grasp and even that with friendships I also had to learn to be more transparent so while I'm talking about these friendships I had to dig deeper I had to also realize that I wasn't the only one struggling and if I couldn't trust a friendship with talking about struggles that I was encountering or was made to feel ashamed for those struggles then I wasn't their friend and, and if I couldn't share those things openly and I didn't feel comfortable sharing those struggles, then I didn't need to be around them. And that was fine as well. So y'all, another mistake that I made is I often thought that more money came with more happiness. And that's just absolutely not true. Having money, okay, can help you feel more happy in certain situations. Let's not get this twisted. I'm not saying not having resources just makes you so much happier. No, I'm saying that just having more money doesn't necessarily equal to more happiness. I learned quickly that passions often win over paychecks. I learned in my 20s that time meant a lot. Now, a lot of 20-somethings don't often figure this out early. And so what I want you to start to think now in your early 20s, your mid-20s, is that your time is very valuable. So if you spend all your time working, spend all your time hustling, spend all your time on silly foolishness sometimes, you're not going to get that time back. It's invaluable. It's invaluable. And so while you're making hustle moves and doing all of that, also try to find ways to hustle smarter to where you don't have to spend so much time on everything or certain people too, right? So I'm talking about even the people in your life. Everything should be a payback. Everything should be something that gives back to you in a certain way. And your time is very valuable. You should not be wasting it. Even in your 20s, it seems like you have all the time in the world, but yet you find out that you are growing. 
and and I say growing because we like to say getting old, yeah, whatever that is. But getting older does involve having less time, and that's the reality of life. So even in your 20s, you should think carefully about the exchange of your time and what you're getting in return, because that is where your happiness will come in. Spending time with family, spending time with people who matter, spending time on your passions. These are the things that are going to bring you joy. And also being spiritually led, spending time with God, right? I love to pray. I love to go to church. I love to do those things. And those fill my life as well. Y'all, I also found myself being very impatient with life and its processes. I thought that all of my certain goals in my life had to happen by a certain time or by a certain age. You see, for instance, um, even at a young age, I wasn't familiar with understanding when is the proper time to get married? When is the proper time to have the best career? When is the best time to become a mother? All of those things. And I would listen to sometimes these traditionalists or I would listen to, you know, what society had to say. And what I found is that didn't even align with my own personal belief system and own value system. Now, I wouldn't knock in anybody who did feel that they should reach a certain goal or a certain pinnacle at a certain time. I was fine with that, but I just knew that it wasn't my time for those things at that time. You know, I had to work a little longer to receive the career I have. I had to work a little longer to be in the relationship that I'm in and my soon to be marriage. Um, I had to work a lot harder to even prepare myself for a mind to think about one day being a mother. I wasn't ready in my 20s. So, you know, you have to think carefully too about the rush that you're putting on yourself. Is it because you're hearing other people telling you you should rush? Is it because you actually want those things? Have you even written down what you actually want? Are all you only listening to the internet streets? Are you only listening to what your grandmama say? Are you only listening to what your uncles say? Your daddy, whoever it is, you need to be very clear on what are your life's goals and what you want because you're the one that's going to have to live and sleep with yourself. I often thought that with my new moves, many of my problems would solve themselves. They would just absolve and go away. But I was absolutely wrong. New places and new moves do not get rid of old problems. So what I mean is this. I hear people saying all the time in their 20s, and I heard it in my 20s. Oh, you know, I'm going to move to Atlanta next week. Or <laughs> next month, I'm planning to move to Texas. And you know, these are people that's full of problems, myself included at that time. You have to stop and think, are these old problems still going to follow me? Am I a part of the problems? Am I actually solving the problems? Am I receiving therapy? Am I building my network so that I can avoid certain problems? Or am I just moving and bringing more bags along and picking up more bags wherever I go? New places are not gonna bring you a brand new attitude. You have to work on that brand new attitude. And that's something that I would tell my younger self. You have to be responsible for where you are right now. Happiness doesn't come with a new place, a new home, a new house, a new apartment, whatever it is. It's gonna come from what you're working on and how you work towards that. How are you getting fulfillment? And when you reach that place, you will know. I think people have even asked like, how did you know you were happy? I mean, I just knew. I woke up one day and it was just like, I don't care what nobody say. I love what I'm doing. I love my life. I love what I have. And it was also at that point that I told God I was happy going through life alone. I literally said that and I was fine with it. And I just said it was fine with it because I'd really resolved within myself the things that I loved about me, the things that needed work and the things that I was willing to work on. And that's when 
I was able to attract the person in my life that was supposed to be there. But that didn't really even happen until my 30s, okay? Um, so those are some of the things that I would tell myself is that new places don't get rid of old problems. And y'all last but certainly not least, I was super black and white and did not acknowledge the in-between. Y'all, I used to think in absolutes and I did not acknowledge that there were so many other components to every problem, every issue, everything in life. No one has to be just one thing either. It was fine for me to be silly, but also smart. Goofy, but also sexy. Educated, but also feminine. Hood, but also bougie. I tried to plan out everything super early and in advance. And I had to learn that all of those things wouldn't come about. And it was fine that I was developing the way that I was. The quirkiness, the instant difficulties I had sometimes, and the things that made me angry, the things that made me happy and acknowledging those feelings. I couldn't just plan out what my life was going to look like. I couldn't plan out my attitude. I couldn't plan out all of those things. I had to work for them. And a lot of times we're not taught that. We're taught that things are absolute. You have to be one way or the other, but you don't have to be in anybody's box. Your life doesn't have to be in anybody's box. And even in your 20s, you can start to make a way by being who you are and and sometimes you're going to mess up sometimes it's not going to be cute sometimes it's not going to be celebrated but I can guarantee you sticking with it will bring you so much more than trying to be something else that other people want you to be so I hope that's a blessing to you. Well, y'all, I hope you've enjoyed today's video. And remember in your 20s, it's time to ramp it up with fun times. Do what you want to do. Have those dump trucks of struggles, but also have those triumphs. And I know that life can be so, you know, in and out, up and down, but you can do it. You got this. And you, and you got them 20s by the neck. You, you got them by the reins. I want to thank you so much for listening all the way to the end. And look, if you made it here, I want you to know I appreciate your time and your attention. And if you found this to be enjoyable or useful, go ahead and leave a review. I would love to hear how your experience has been different or similar to mine. Make sure you share this podcast with your friends and family members, especially if you know they'll benefit as well. Now, I hope to have you back here again next week. Beautiful brown baby doll. Peace.